Welcome to Film Friends. I am your host, Jordan Smith, and with me, as always, co-host Kate Eingorn. Hello. And our other host, Matt Bailey. Are we done with the names? Yeah, because this is the second week in a row you did well, that. We said, you know, we were going to give you the host title last week and see if it changed you, see how it, you would do it. But you were humble. Uh, and I want to see if you stay humble. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> hey, what's up? How do you feel <laughs> about it? I miss when Jordan would have to come up with I a know, name on the spot. I know, me too. Huh. Okay. <laughs> we love that little piece. We may have given you a hard time about it, but we actually really enjoy it. Yeah, I just had a bad day today, so um, I couldn't take any more uh, negative negativity in my life. So you I brushed just up against one of my cactus in here. Like I cacti. did. Ooh. I put my hand on a cactus today. That was just one of it many bopped things. you. Yeah, it bopped me, and like I pulled out all the needles, but there was a like a couple of them. Just yeah, there stuck in you. Straight up, there's like twenty five, thirty of them in my finger. Where? Th- how? It's I. Uh, long it's not story the long short, ones, it's like the small fuzzy ones. Yeah. yeah, but long story short, and I I think I well I don't know if I got them all out, but my whole finger when I rub it like that, it really it hurts. Well, when you <laughs> it kind of gives you like a like a mild sedative on your hand. Yeah, I've been chilling all day. <laughs> I get, it like poisons you a little bit, right? How like, did you get it? How did you hit it? Uh, I went to pull the window down, and it just I pulled it right into. The cactus, yeah. He slept. Yeah, but I've been chilling. It gave me a little poison all day, and I've been chilling. Yeah, you've been high. (laughs) Episode 114. If we're going back in time and looking at 114 BC, in the Roman Republic, the first temple of Venus is built. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, And... uh, Mithridates Jupiter becomes the king of Bosporus. <laughs> Where's Bosporus? Asia. That sounds like huh? a sexual term. Um, it was the kingdom Ooh. of Bosporus. I guess it was like, I don't know. It looks like Asia. Yeah, Asia somewhere. <laughs> it's looking like Asia. Actually, it's showing me a map, and I don't. This doesn't even look familiar. <laughs> Athens. Oh, maybe Greece. I don't know. Um, yeah, so that's 114 uh, BC. BC. If we move over to 114 AD, this is a first for our date section. No births, no deaths. Whoa. Wow. A whole year of no births and no, <laughs> no deaths. No one on the planet Dude. Earth died or was born. No. no one was banging at 113. Oh, yeah, it was probably because of Vesuvius. Oh, yeah, yeah, Vesuvius. People weren't in the mood. Wiped yeah, everybody right. out. Great and Depression. We, and Pliny the Younger, he was too busy writing about Mount Vesuvius uh-huh. to, to... He was grieving. To bang it out. Yeah. Um, speaking of Pliny the Younger, um, I know all of the listeners out there, if you listened last episode, we kind of got on our Pliny horse... Um, and we're saying, you know, teasing. We were riding it all day long. We were riding it all day long. <laughs> and we were kind of teasing that we might do a side podcast. And a lot of people reached out and said, yes, you should do that. So we've been, we've been, you know, teasing Point. that yeah. idea, workshopping it. 
but in our research found out that we may be pronouncing his name wrong. Which is everything he really is to us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It is kind of the basis for our (laughs) obsession. But some scholars, not all scholars, because, you know. Because we're scholars. Because we're scholars for Pliny. um, Scholars for Pliny. (laughs) (laughs) um, Say that his name is Pliny. There's plenty of those out there to say that. Who's to say? The scholar, the, the scholar, know him. That's <laughs> true. That's true. But either way, I think Yo, I'm down with both names. <laughs> I think his friends called him Pliny, though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. His foes called him Pliny, yeah. but his friends called him Pliny. Love it. Um, but yeah, the Pliny wasn't doing much in 114, I guess, except you know, recovering from the from the tragic loss of, of Pliny the Elder. Yeah, yeah, of his uncle. So, um, yeah, that's all that's going on with 114. Damn. All right. Well, I don't have too much, but it's the amount of points a team can get in one season in the Premier League. Oh, soccer. Ah, thank you. So if they win every game, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, It's the fire emergency number of what country? Sweden. Um, Ukraine. Vietnam. I'm pretty sure Vietnam was mentioned last week. Yeah, but I think that was just their regular (laughs) emergency number. Okay. Yeah, not their fire code. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Um, it's an abundant number, a Svenic number, mm-hmm. and a Harshad number. Mm, cool. 114, pretty average. Yeah. Yo, yeah. I'm not impressed with 114 so yeah, far. It's neither not impressing am I. me much. S- and, and you say so far <laughs> as if something's going to pop up <laughs> <Yeah>. with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. You never know. Yeah, you never know. True. Um, if, if you flip it around, it's 411. Ooh, oh. what's the 411? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> Point. Uh, <laughs> cool. So, little business at the top. We had a poll this week. Oh, yes, we did. Okay, oh. what were the results? Yo, I hope we got some votes. So, because first of all. I, I fuck for left. You fuck yo, for left? Yo, I left? honestly forget what the poll was. So, so we... <laughs> Compared what people like more, Rocket Man from 1997 or Rocket Man from 2019. Mm. So the results are in. You sound so excited. I actually <laughs> this the results are ever in our, results are forever in our favor. Um, so 63 percent said from 1997. 37 mm-hmm. percent said ni- 2019. So whoever those people are, come on. <laughs> Get yeah. your shit together. It's 1997. Yeah, let's call them out. <laughs> let's yeah. call them out right yeah. now. Next time That's you okay. vote, please put your name down. I mean, they are down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see every single person who voted. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Um, we won't call them out, but I'd can love I to see, see I'd love to see yeah, it. absolutely. <laughs> I didn't know that happens with polls. Mm. Uh-huh. I've been missing out. Yeah. Um, speaking of... Uh, Rocket Man from 2019, I believe. Steph voted for the new Rocket Man. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm gonna have to have a talk with her. After Former she gets guest. her keys out of the train. Yeah. Looks like Rocket Man 2019 may have gotten snubbed mm. for I the think Oscars. It had to do with the Golden Globes. Um. It looks like it was just nominated for original song. 
Which, you know, I guess it's a gimmick. Oh, are we talking noms? Yeah, we're, we're talking, talking noms. We're nomming over here. Nom, 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 nom. But we'll pay our respects to Rocket Man 1997. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, and thanks for those who voted. Yeah, thank you. Um, and no thanks to those who voted for 2019. Yeah, no thank you. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah, let's nom, nom. Let's, let's nom, nom, nom. So this morning, um, the Oscar nominations for 2020 came out. Overall, how do we feel about them? Um, in the middle. I mean, Little Women got some noms, so I'm cool. But yeah, best but movie that was ever made. I don't know. But the director didn't get it. Yeah. How do you I feel do about a, that? So, I went off a little bit earlier today about it. Um, it's just weird to me that two actresses from the movie get nominated gets nominated for screenplay and gets a best picture nomination but i guess the directing wasn't that good like it's just Mm. who's Mm -hmm. directing the actresses and who's putting the words onto the screen well let me uh let me devil's advocate for you a little okay do you really need to direct meryl streep or does she just show up on set and just kill it as someone who hasn't seen the movie (laughs) jordan um She's not in it that much. <laughs> and also, that same thing we said about Robert De Niro in The Irishman. Yep. Yeah, but I mean... Or Leonardo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, so this is going to be... Actually, I don't even care about com- being controversial. Leonardo... Oh, I don't think Leo should be nominated for Once Upon a really? Time. I don't. I think that's Brad Pitt's movie. It, but, I mean, he I is mean, he's Leo's nominated. Movie, it, it, but, yeah, but, I... Truly like, think he was amazing in that movie. Amazing? Well, uh, like see. for him. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. Like, you just took a shot at him, I think. I just think that that scene where he's acting as an, like he's, it's like meta where he's being mm-hmm. the actor, tapping into that um, scene is amazing. I think it was so good where he's crying and um it's like a 10 minute long feels like a 10 minute long monologue but mm. i just thought it was so good hey i don't deny that i mean he had a cool 10 minute scene in that movie but did he slowly lose his mind in a lighthouse for two hours yeah i i would switch i him don't out. know if you if you're telling me you want to switch out leo for willem i mean that no question i'll switch him i just we have to stick up for our film friends and willem defoe Robert Pattinson may have gotten snubbed more Willem than Robert. But here's Pattinson. the thing: you'd rather switch out Leo over Jonathan Price from the Two Popes. Yeah, in a weird way, I fuck for Jonathan Price. <laughs> Ooh, in a weird. Yeah, way. Was, yeah, tell us he, how it's weird. He was. I don't know any movies in, but he was good on Game of Thrones. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> true. Was he? Was he actually Pliny in that movie? Yeah. yeah. Or in that he show? Might, yo. He, he was based off Pliny the Younger. <laughs> Yeah, he kind of looks like Pliny. Um, <laughs> wait, have you seen the two popes? No, two no. popes. Okay, <laughs> but yo, I really want to see it because one, I love Anthony Hopkins. We'll get to him later, um, and I kind of fuck for Jonathan Price. So yeah, I'd knock out Leo before I'd knock out Jonathan Price. Yeah. Interesting. Our girl uh, Florence <laughs> Pugue. <laughs> Got nominated, mm-hmm. and... Well, we had some film friends nominated. I feel like that was a surprise, though. I mean, I feel like no one was really talking about her 
getting nominated mm-hmm. for Little yeah, Women. Yeah, that one was a little shocking to me. It's also kind of shocking it's that cool. you say she's our girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, isn't she? Sure, I'll take it. I know, Midsummer, Little Women, our girl. <laughs> Okay, she's our girl. It's funny because Laura Dern was also nominated in that category, and she's an actual our film friend. Girl. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tom Hanks was nominated. He's a film friend. Al Pacino, film friend. Oh, Got I forgot film Pacino was a film friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pacino, Joaquin. Honestly, mm-hmm. yeah, all these people are popping off because of our podcast. Oh, and I, I just want, I want to nom. Oh yeah, Sersha. Mm-hmm. Is she a film friend? Mm-hmm. Did I pick her? No, Jordan did. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> this was pre your little women phase. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is pre yeah. little women. It's never going away. <laughs> um, oh, but it was post your ladybird phase, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am happy to see Jojo Rabbit get some Same. nods. I didn't love it. didn't see that coming. I mean, I love that movie, but I would understand if it didn't get nominations too, but it did. So I'm not surprised because it had a lot of buzz. It won like a big film festival um, right. award and and such. So that one didn't surprise me as much as um, some of the others. I thought Parasite was just gonna get foreign film and was gonna be snubbed a little mm-hmm. more. Yeah, people love that. Yeah, shit. I'm kind of glad. Um, the Joker fucking racked yeah. <laughs> which I'm a little surprised at that as well. Like, yeah. I I'm a big fan of that movie. Like I I back it and I back Joaquin in it and I think it's a great movie, so I'm One. happy to see it. I'm actually pretty happy with like the movies that I really stood behind are being represented, so I'm cool. With I it. wasn't it was one of those things where I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm good with that. But there was just some I was disappointed in. But I think you're always going to feel that way. Yeah. I think it's a solid year this year, though. Even mm-hmm. just looking at Best Picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean... Better than the Green Book year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last I year. Mean, Ford versus Ferrari could fuck, fuck right off. off. <laughs> <laughs> None of us have seen it. But it fuck could off. fuck right off. But Matt Damon stars in it. Car so and also, yeah, I, was like, I don't care about people who like jack off for their cars. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah, respect. <laughs> yeah, respect, Kate. Um, <laughs> can we make a couple predictions? A oh. little bit of a you heard it here first. Okay. Um, just for a couple. And couple, if they're wrong, you didn't hear it here. Just for a couple categories. So best picture. Let's go around Ooh. and let's predict what what we think is gonna win. It makes me anxious to like pick one. Oh. Um. Fuck. I I'm know. gonna say. I haven't seen it yet, so 1917. I'm going to go for that it. That is such an interesting move Nothing. to pick one that you haven't seen. And you literally said Little Women's the best movie of all but time. But we're, we're saying what's going to win, okay. not what should okay. win. See, I don't think it's going to win because it, it like did really well at Golden Globes. I think it's had its time oh. there. But if we... Okay, if we're going with what we think... Mm-hmm. Um, yo... I honestly think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's gonna. That was win. gonna be my backup. I think <laughs> I think they're gonna give it to Quentin, and I don't know. It's about Hollywood. Like I, I don't oh, know. Hollywood loves Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood loves so, Hollywood. I also kind of felt it was gonna be that, but there, I have this weird feeling that it's gonna not be that movie. Well, your odds be. are pretty good that it might not be. Um, I just have a feeling it might be Marriage Story. Yeah. yeah, I'd be cool with that. Yeah, I would be really cool. With that. Yeah. I I feel like it 
Uh, I don't think it's going to be, but I would be really cool. Yeah, I just feel like they might surprise us this year yeah. because I think they're so aware that it that Hollywood picks Hollywood now. Yeah, that yeah. I feel like they might ash- like go astray. And also, I don't know how they feel about Quentin. Yeah, and I mean, they should have been aware that none like no women directors were nominated right. too, but they still stuck to their guns. Yeah, you kind of brought up a good point earlier and I'm I'm thinking like what if Little Women wins Beck's best picture and like Sersha and Florence Pugh, what if they like I don't think they're going to win, but yeah. just say they do and it wins a couple of awards, then I think it's pretty fucked up that she doesn't even get a directing mm-hmm. nod. Mm-hmm. I like I've been conflicted on how I feel about it because to say that there's no women being represented, I understand that it's like rough. Yeah. But if you just go like mathematical odds yeah. of being like, it makes sense. Like it just makes sense. Oh, for like, sure. I mean, maybe the problem is that like there's not enough, there's not women. enough opportunities exactly. for women to direct. Well, that's, that's exactly the what true I was problem. Saying. The true problem is an industry problem that yeah. there's not enough opportunities for women to succeed like in this what? film besides being in front of the camera. Yeah, like I don't know what other big movies this year other than Little Women were directed by a woman. Well, if you roll the through Tom it, Hanks uh, Mr. Rogers was directed by a woman. The the woman who directed the Hustler. The Farewell. The Farewell. Oh, you're right. But what's that, kind that of... That movie got snubbed super hard. Like, no nominations. Oh, I know. People I know. love that movie. Um, so it's interesting. I, I think... I think the race thing that happened a couple years ago... Uh, the Oscar so well. Yeah, yo, I think that was legit and I was glad it was like... A movement and mm-hmm. they were getting heat i think the women woman director thing coming at oscars and the like for them for not nominating i think is just a tad unfair but i think it is a big like wake up like you know women need way more opportunity so in women's industry. in the category of minority right yeah so i think that minorities in general are just un- like underutilized in the industry and are not given as many opportunities as white people. Right. Right. And I, I agree with that. Like white men are the dominating force of the Yeah. I agree with that, industry. but I'm, I'm just also just saying like the, the odds, like the odds that they're going to like, and then, then if you get to the point where I'm going to just pick this movie, cause I'm going to put nominate because it was a woman, I think doesn't give any credit. It should at just, all. It's just, it's just, it's yo, I think Little Women, like that's not like a that's kind of an easy way out. Also, for them to be like, well, we can put Little Women in there, mm-hmm. and it, and it, people would have, I don't know. I feel like they could have right. definitely easily done that. I I I do too. I do. and it, it wouldn't have no one have, would have even like been like, oh wow, like yeah. it would have just mm-hmm. been like, okay, okay well, it's nominated for a lot of other sense. stuff. It makes sense. Well, and the fact that like so, uh, the guy who directed Parasites from like Korea, right? I think he's yeah, a Korean South director. Korea, yeah. um, he's the only minority in the director category. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It should also just be one, uh, just a thing to show people like how sad it is that the opportunities in this field. Right. That's really what it should show people is like that the odds are not equal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, with that being said, I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is going to win Best Picture. Mm-hmm. I would love if Jojo Rabbit won, but I don't think it's it, I don't think win. it has a shot. But just like I'd be super happy mm-hmm. if it did. I think it's too political. Now, what about actor in a leading role? We have Antonio Banderas, we have Leo, we have Adam Driver, we have Joaquin, and we have the Jonathan Price. Hmm. All men. I think if <laughs> I think um, if Adam Driver wins that 
Marriage Story won't win Best Picture, but I think it's either between Adam Driver or Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. That one. I, I truly believe Joaquin's going to win this one. I do. And that one is like best picture. I think there's. I'm cool with a lot of them winning. Yeah, really, yeah. any of them winning. Except for but f- actor in a leading role. I really want. Walking. Uh, I re- I'm yeah. really pushing. for I mean, Joaquin. he's the one that really dedicated himself to that yeah, role. I mean, he he went hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. he but went so hard. Yeah, I mean, I think he's gonna win. I just listened to an interview with him where he hated going home on the weekends from for set because he just wanted to like be in that character as much as possible. So he just itched himself through the weekends to get back to the work week so he could get th- like do it. Interesting. Yo, I could see something I could see like Jonathan Price winning or something though. I feel like <laughs> two folks. That yo, they love an old yeah, guy. Yeah, Oscars love an old guy. They do yeah. love an old I guy. I mean, hell, don't give it to Jonathan Price, <clears throat> but give it to Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> Who's okay. also up in... Uh, yeah, one of the old guys is going to yeah. get one. And then we'll do one more. How about the actress in a leading role? Oh, I think that's going to be a surprise. That'll be an interesting one. I mean, one. yo, Renee's sweeping it. Mm. She's winning all yeah. the yo, I do actress have a, awards. I do have a question for you since I didn't see Little Women and you're a Little Women expert. Mm-hmm. Was Saoirse she was really amazing. good in it? Yo, I could see her winning. And I think, I think it's cool that... Um, I don't think she'll win... Because um, it is kind of like an ensemble kind of movie. Yeah, yeah. But I thought Florence Pugh was really good in it, but I didn't think she was going to get nominated. I thought mm-hmm. her performance was like just as good. Yeah. But I don't. It is more of an ensemble movie, so I don't think yeah. she'll win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, yeah, I think Scarlett Johansson was awesome in Marriage Story. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if she steals one. Yeah, yo, room. her and Adam Driver, like, yeah. I think they both could have. Yeah. win yeah. yeah i think they're both pretty equal in like their performances and if, i think either of them could i win. think if neither of them win <clears throat> marriage story could win best picture but i think if either of them win it's going to be once a time once upon a time yeah. in hollywood hmm. and don't forget about charlie's there she she was good in bombshell mm-hmm. i mean the one thing that they make her look just like i think her. that should go to makeup though. yeah mm-hmm. it's crazy i love her but i don't think she should win this one and then if Klaus doesn't win in the animated feature film, I'm out. Yeah, same. <laughs> Klaus. Yeah, shout out to Missing Link. <laughs> um, cool. So those Sparky are... Sparky better win an award. Those are our Oscar noms. Yeah, let's do supporting next week. Ooh, okay. I love okay. it. Okay, we'll just knock out the, mm-hmm. the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, I can't, can't wait. wait. I can't sound wait for sound mixing. mixing. <laughs> Ad Astra, baby. Yes. <laughs> Were you said that it was its only nom? I think so. It's yeah. like sound editing. Yeah, I mean, it's a space. It's a space yeah, if movie. it's a space movie, it's guaranteed to have sound mixing. <laughs> like Straight up. Well, Bailey really liked that movie, so yeah. I was hoping. Yeah. Oh, it's like not for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, it's over your head, game. <laughs> um, you bitch. <laughs> uh, cool. So yeah, we'll save the rest for uh, next week and leading up to the Oscars. Um, cool. Any other business at the top? No. Okay, cool. Um, any grinding gears at the table before no, we let's dive get on. Let's go on to Jody. Oh, oh okay. Just Somebody wants to move on. All right, Jordan. I'm going to take the flying saucer and throw it at your head, and it's yours. Okay. I am going to let it bounce off my head and catch it and let you know who I chose and why. 
Um, this week, it was my choice, <laughs> obviously. Mm-hmm. And I chose the one, the only, Jodie Foster. Ow, ow. Uh, now, I chose her, one, because I feel like she's she's not as prevalent or relevant right now. Um, and usually when we, you know, review a, a film friend or induct them into the film friend hall of fame, uh, they become, they get a little bit of a bump and they mm-hmm. get back to relevance. So I'm really hoping that hope, uh, happens for Jody. Also silence. Of the lambs is one of my favorite movies of all time. Top three, I would say. And I think she's incredible in it and it's a good portrayal of a woman in a man's world um sticking to her guns and standing up for herself and being strong and independent and i think (coughs) with all this oscar shit going on we need that so (laughs) i agree i like the perspective of a woman um but yeah i i just like jodie foster and i also watched uh, taxi driver recently and she's in that for a hot second she's super young um, and she's like super young in another movie I, I saw recently too um, so I've just been seeing some Jodie Foster stuff lately and thought it'd be cool to review her and talk about her so yeah cool I'm into it I love Silence of the Lambs <laughs> yo I love Flight Plan so oh, oh nice oh we're good yeah, we're so yeah. Flight Plan Panic Room those are her top movies for sure Panic Room, number one. Yo, I had only seen, like, two things with her. I'd seen um, Inside Man and a documentary about, like, the stalker that she had. She had a stalker? Mm-hmm. We'll save it for later, but okay. I'll let you know about it. Yo, uh-huh. I also saw... Oh, I guess I did... I recently watched Inside Man. I forgot I did that. That movie was pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, And now... I mean... I love her in Silence of the Lambs. I also love her in Contact. I never never saw saw that movie. Um, Former guest on the show, on the podcast, uh, John Schiavone introduced me to that movie, and we watched it in college a couple times, and I love it. Um, Yeah, I don't know. So those are the two two movies that I point to for it. Surprisingly, I've never seen Panic Room. I haven't seen it. Um, I feel, I know. I feel like I'd love it. You got... Baby Kristen Stewart, <laughs> Jodie Foster, Is this be another one Forrest Whitaker. Oh, I love Forrest Whitaker. Oh. Are you Yo, going to sit us down, make us watch it, stay Yo, for 40 I'll minutes, watch. and then leave? Yeah. Now, I've never seen Flight Plan before this either, but I just have a same. feeling that it's in the same vein as Panic Room. <laughs> um, it seems like it might be. Not really. Okay. I mean, it, there's not like... I love a nice movie where... I love a nice movie. You don't too. know what's going on. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I feel like Panic Room's more straightforward. Gotcha. Um and more then I was it was brought to me attention. it <laughs> was <laughs> brought to me attention. <laughs> it was brought to me attention that she's also in a movie or produced a movie called The Beaver. Oh um, dude, she's in it. Bailey's a big fan of that one. Uh so uh-huh. that's definitely going to go on my watch list on Letterboxd. <laughs> so subscribe to me and Just you can see that. <laughs> um but yeah. So that's the way I feel about Jodie Foster. Um uh, Bailey, cool do you have pick. any thoughts on her? I feel like you're withholding what you really feel about Jodie Foster. 
I'm just thinking about the beaver right now. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I mean, yo, she's uh, she's cool. I backed Jodie Foster. I mean, I, where is she? Yeah, I that's that's what I'm saying. Where is she? But like, yo, I like a nice thriller starring Jodie Foster. <laughs> okay, cool. She emotes so much with her eyes. It's crazy. She's made for a thriller with those eyes. Yeah, those eyes. Those eyes. Those eyes, baby. Um, cool. So. If you guys are ready, I'm ready to dive in. Mm-hmm. Yo, and it's also interesting because I feel like she's not, um, she plays like leading lady and she's good at it, but she's not like, I feel like overly sexualized, sexualized or like attractive, but she still rocks it super hard. So I was thinking about that when I was watching Silence of the Lambs today mm-hmm. and I went to Letterboxd and I was reading the reviews uh-huh. that other people write. And, you know, people are all about her in that, like, sexually. Really? Yeah. Like, yeah. Hmm. Also, I think it's a big turn on, like, how, like, she she's kind of yeah. strong and, like, yeah. takes no shit. And she's like. Dude, Letterbox seems like a weird place, bro. <laughs> but also. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, I don't want to get into the movie just yet, but there's a lot of. So much in that movie is the male gaze on her. Like, oh yeah, guys are hitting on her literally every second. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of weird. Yeah, especially but. the one scene. But we'll get there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So J D. Foster. <laughs> I don't know why I called her J D. But uh, D. Yeah. Um, D. I think the flying saucer fell back over into your direction, Kate. Uh huh. Oh, we're gonna flip something. Pick what movie? Oh, should we do that? Yeah, let's flip the flying saucer. Uh. That's going to be biased, but okay. Um, Let's flip this M and M. Okay, cool. Ooh, M. M is what? M is my favorite movie, Silence of the Lambs. All right. All right. Starting with the silence. I think there's an M on both sides. Really? <laughs> um, cool. Huh. So we Seems are talking great. about the 1991 award-winning <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. Bailey? Take it away. <laughs> You're <Silent>. classic. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sounds of the Lambs. It's your classic Anthony Hopkins, Jodie Foster rom-com. <laughs> um, no, nah, Jodie Foster is this like FBI student and her her boss wants her to talk to some sicko <laughs> played by Anthony Hopkins, Sir Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> mm, yeah, he's knighted for sure. Oh, they knighted him. Yeah. Yeah. She and, was curious. Um, she wanted to see him. Because they want some information on this Bill guy who's killing people. And, uh, yo, they uh, kind of hit it off. Um, and pretty much points her in the right direction to find the killer and he gets away (laughs) (laughs) yeah he really just kind of manipulates everybody and just gets his own thing it's kind of cool but he it's crazy because he does it and saves lives while doing it yeah but he also takes a couple more (laughs) lives than he saves Ooh, i want to okay i don't want to go to the ending yet but remind me I mean, the thing is, this movie does really well. Is like you kind of like Hannibal Lecter. Oh yeah. And like, I mean, one I have to. And Anthony Hopkins like fucking kills it mm-hmm. as Hannibal Lecter. Yo, 
amazing yeah, yeah like so straight good. up amazing i just kept thinking about how like mm. how did he get into that role without going a little crazy yeah himself? he it's it's an intense intense role mm-hmm. um but like even when you first meet him that's probably one of my favorite scenes of the movie oh, when sure. they go all the way down and oh, like i watched yeah, this movie too. with commentary a couple times and like jonathan demi talks about how they that scene they wanted to make you feel like they're going into the depths of hell because like because they just go down all these stairs through all these gates through all these locked bars and then you finally get to him and He's just standing there, like basically waiting for. When he's the last cell, and also I had that feeling. I'm glad you said that because um, it's so dark and dingy that down there where I was thinking, Mm. prisons cannot be like that. But he's in like maximum this maximum security part of it. Um, But yeah, when when the camera just like pans over to him and he's already just standing erect like look mm. like looking yeah. ready to talk well, hard. and yeah. the fact that <laughs> all the other people down there were just like a mess yeah they're sick to dude Migs is real yeah. fucked Ugh. up he gives me the chills we hate Migs we ha- yeah. hate him um, now if you've never seen this movie before you're not familiar with Hannibal Lecter as a character he is like a serial killer but he's people. he's essentially like a psychotherapist or a psychologist or something. I don't know what it is. Um, I don't know what it is, is, but like like some sort of he has his doctorate. Yeah. <laughs> like a sure. psychoanalysis. Yeah, psychoanalysis. Um, but he's also a serial killer and he likes to eat his victims or at least chew on them a With little a bit. With a nice Chianti. Yeah. <laughs> and fava, fava beans. beans. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> but his whole thing is that he's like super charming and smart and like coy um and just like super intelligent he you know he could kind of read your mind take control of you like immediately so like it's interesting the whole premise is Jodie Foster is a student and they send her to kind of manipulate him back yeah disarm him and manipulate him a little bit and she's like super nervous to do it but she actually does it really well yeah, she um, kills it. Well, yeah. she was like top of her class. I think it it was cool that they picked her because she hadn't graduated from school, but they knew she was the top of her class. But they also know sending in a student would piss them off. So they mm-hmm. kind of like played both ends. We're like, well, she is our brightest student. Mm-hmm. So she is going to perform well doing this job. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's also going to fuck with him that she's a student. Right. And it kind of does fuck with yeah. him. Not fuck with him a little bit, but he, it makes him more curious like, Because I guess her boss, who's like an FBI director type, um, has been dealing with Hannibal Lecter for like a long time. Yeah. So Hannibal Lecter kind of hates Jack Crawford. Um, So he's just like, oh, what's he throwing at me now with Jodie Foster? Mm. Um, Well, every time I see him, though, it's been bothering me for a while when I see Anthony Hopkins in this movie. Because I'm like, there's something about him that makes me like not take him seriously. It makes me giggle a little bit. It's the fact that he looks like Francis from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, he does look like a little straight bit. up with the blue outfit and the slicked back hair. Uh, <laughs> he's got a Francis look going on. And it really throws me out. Did they talk about how he was caught ever? Ooh. He's so smart. Like how did yeah, he get dude caught? gets caught. <laughs> dude does get caught. Um I think they mention it. But I forget right now what it For is. Sure. Yeah, I don't remember what it yeah, is. I think one of one of his victims escaped somehow, uh, and kind of yeah, well, maybe 
They're all his patients too, right? Oh yeah, they're most of them are his yeah. patients. Yeah. Um, have you read the book? No, by Thomas Harris. Yeah, I hear it's better than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there was. There's been a lot of like Hannibal. Uh, content i guess oh, for sure. since, so there was a movie called manhunter before this yeah um which i've never seen that the cover um, looks really cool yeah well, i, yeah, I see does. the cover and i'm like, and like i think cool. brian cox plays hannibal lecter who bailey i know oh, you're watching the same, succession they're the same um it's the same character yeah um yeah yeah oh. hannibal lecter is like the through line and then there was like red dragon and, and hannibal, hannibal. Hannibal and then Hannibal oh. Rising, um, but Anthony Hopkins reprises his role in like two yeah. of those. Yeah. Well, then there's the Hannibal. I know we don't talk about TV, but show. there's the show. Yeah, That's the same show. guy who directed um, Pushing Daisies. That show. Oh, nice. Mm. And like, what's that guy's name? Mads Mikkelsen plays him, I think, in the show. Damn, I gotta check out Manhunter. Yeah, Brian Cox, right? That should be your boy right now. Yeah, um, Michael Mann directed it too. He's he's pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the like the book series, I guess, is like super popular. So of course, there's a lot of spinoffs and adaptations. But I'd say this is absolutely the most famous one of it. Um, and I was reading a lot online today that people think this is up there with one of the greatest movies of all time, too. I think like it's, it's on a lot of people's yeah. lists. I was just gonna say before this started that I think it's kind of overrated. Whoa. Oh, really? Yo, on, yeah. I mean. I just watched it. I thought the performances were really good. I thought it was really good, but it was just like I put probably wouldn't put it in my top movies. I don't know. I didn't like connect with it super hard. Yeah, that's that's fine. I get, I get it. it. I really like this movie though. I, mean, yeah, I watched it. I have a question. It's great. Um, maybe I wasn't paying attention. I mean, I've seen it before, but how does she f- get to the dude's home? So he. Okay, so she's in his hometown, um, okay. she's asking and around. she goes to where the first victim is from, yes. Belvedere, Ohio, and she goes visits the house of the victim and sees mm-hmm. that she was really into sewing and mm-hmm. and like making dresses for sure. Um, and she talks to one of her friends. And says that, oh, yeah, she used to do jobs for Miss Miss oh. Livingston or I forget, Miss gotcha. Lipman. She's like, and okay, I'm going to talk go to, to Miss Lipman. Okay. Goes and to that house and builds there. there. Yeah. Now it makes sense. Oh, now I love it. Because it was the idea that, like, the person who's doing this envies a specific type of person, mm-hmm. right? And it was the idea that he had envied her daughter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna reel back all the way to the beginning. Okay. So this movie opens with a workout montage of her working out in the woods. I love it. Yeah. That's one of my. I love that intro. I love yeah. it too. And also, she did all of that, right? Yeah. She like trained for all that and did the whole like scene. Um, and I think that's so cool. It just it's very empowering mm-hmm. to watch her do that workout scene, especially knowing the fact that that was all her, completely her. Um, and I think it really sets a tone for the fact that she's just, she, that's how she's going to be in this movie, mm-hmm. which I really like. Um, there's one thing they do 
in this movie that I think is pretty powerful too. So they do a lot of the like close-ups or the sc- oh, I th- I it's called that. something like punching the square, punching the frame or they something so like much of that. where it's literally the characters like it's like they're breaking the fourth wall, but they're not. Mm-hmm. They're it looks like they're looking right Through, at like, you. A tunnel and something. I think they do that really well in this because a lot of the characters. Like, they don't do it with Jodie Foster. They do it a lot with Jodie Foster. They don't, though. I was, like, watching it today with that purposefully. She's, like, it's, like, off to the side a little bit of her face. She's, like, squared up in it. But I think what they do is make you feel like you're her because all the characters that are, like, Mm -hmm. talking Uh right directly to her. Mm -hmm. So they do that with, like, three or four characters before you meet Hannibal Lecter. And then one of the first shots with Hannibal Lecter is that dead on. He's mm-hmm. staring you right in the eyes. And like they do that throughout the whole movie with every single character. And well, it's there, like pretty powerful. There's one where they do a dead on of her. And it's yeah. when she's having the conversation with her best friend in the police force. And that's one of my favorite shots of the whole movie. They're having a conversation where they're running through this case together as students. Mm-hmm. And they're both facing each other and they're getting, you can feel the adrenaline in them while they're talking about it. And it's that kind of shot where it's dead on their face where it's just the best friend's face and they switch to Jodie Foster and it's a mm-hmm. dead on of her face. And I love that because they probably weren't even in the same scene doing right. that because right. of how close they are to their faces. So for them to get so much emotion from being so close to the camera, I thought was incredible. Now, speaking of camera shots, Bailey, this might win you over. Let's on, hear it. Let's on, hear it. <laughs> um, so, the famous talk Fujimoto was the cinematographer here uh-huh. and he's done like straight up everything really like everything. Um, but one of his significant directors that he works with all the time or did for a while M night oh, on the sixth sense on fuck. signs, the happening devil. I do like <laughs> a nice, um, the scene where in there he's ta- she's talking to, um, Hannibal Lecter and it's like focusing on her and you can see his reflection. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like one of the famous shots. Yeah. yeah. That one and when she's standing in the morgue, like in the back of the funeral home and all the men are staring at her, that perspective. Oh yeah. Is really cool the way that's shot from like mm. a low from her lower angle yeah. being shorter is a cool move. Um there was a bunch of cool reflection shots though. Mm. I actually I like the um you're saying like it's shooting lower the one scene like they do that a lot with her Mm -hmm. but then the one scene where men are below her is when she goes to the library to ask those bug experts mm -hmm. uh, about help and that's yeah they were cool Mm -hmm. but the the one guy was like hitting on her so hard it was when they punched the square on that guy's face it was like (laughs) and also they're playing chess with like live bugs yeah but like i really think only one of them was alive <laughs> but i i just think it's like tight store screenplay i guess tight story yeah. tight writing like every part of this movie is kind of interesting to me and i mean like the iconic like masks and stuff are mm-hmm. very like yeah. very cool yeah and they're not yeah. as they're not as like hokey as you think they're you go, they're going to be when you go into this if you mm-hmm. haven't seen it before and like what i think it does well too is like hannibal lecter is probably the, the most interesting part of the movie right uh-huh. like when you think silence of the lambs you think hannibal lecter mm-hmm. but 
like there's a whole storyline with Buffalo Bill and tracking mm-hmm. him yeah. down that's like in itself is just a good movie too. Yes. And then like Jodie Foster's struggle and like her childhood and you know when when Hannibal Lecter dives into that like there's so many things that tie together well, perfectly. Now that like I didn't know this was like a series of books and knowing mm. that makes this movie make more sense mm. because he's the through line, right? So it's mm-hmm. almost like he's yeah, like a right. serial killer detective or like right. a pi yeah. almost <laughs> yeah which is cool because that makes it more more sense why there's the focus on buffalo bill and her and not as much on him um which i think is awesome to and they go away way. from him for like a solid 40 sport, minutes yeah, in the middle of the movie mm-hmm. and they set up the whole buffalo bill storyline and you know show I mean, how he captures his victims mm-hmm. and stuff like that it's just cool that they kind of like make you almost root for him yeah, yeah. you like, kind of do but he's like a crazy it is like he's like you'd crazy wish that he like didn't kill people he didn't have to but then like you hear that he just like kills random yeah. people like, and he just kills those cops spoiler yeah. alert at, yeah. at the end and just like eats well, them <laughs> but then at the very very end so when he's in this prison there's like a psychologist on staff there he's like the prison warden he's yeah, like the guy okay. who runs the prison he's also yeah. like trying to he's the worst he's the worst yeah people. yeah and so because he's the worst the ending is like satisfying yeah it kind of is satisfying mm-hmm. so it's almost you almost feel like he's become like a vigilante mm-hmm. oh i'm i have no problem saying i fuck for hannibal lecter <laughs> like um, for sure. like i don't agree with him killing people but you know if he's gonna kill him he's kind of doing it in like a cool way (laughs) well and he chose his it seems like he started a new part of his life where he's just doing like the good work Mm -hmm. of people who are assholes the good work like like (laughs) dexter he's like the good doctor (laughs) yeah yeah, he's like the good doctor um though there's i have only one nitpicky thing about this movie. oh i want to hear it so you know the scene when he is in the ambulance yes you would absolutely know that's not his face oh see i've I agree with that. It looks mm-hmm. like he's wearing a slice of pizza on his face. My one problem that I've always had with this movie, and maybe I just don't understand it, mm-hmm. is that's how he escapes. He basically mm-hmm. kills a guy, takes his face, puts it over his, and pretends he's the yeah. guy that's injured and gets away in an ambulance. But they say he has grand mal seizure symptoms and like yeah, all this stuff how does he do that i've never understood well, that's that. like part of the magical realism of this movie right because they say don't ever leave a pen in his presence don't ever leave this or that or this and so there's a scene where he picks up a pen from the warden yeah i also don't know how he got that pen where he's but he strapped in yeah he like can't move every yeah. single part of his body is just sucked in his so, masks are sick though. i think there's yeah. just part of that magical realism of him as a yeah, character yeah, and the maybe. fact that he like can smell the her lotion and <laughs> the fact that she wore perfume like three days ago through a tiny tiny little hole in his mm-hmm. yeah but like, it puts the lotion in the, in the basket, basket. <laughs> i do wish so like the direct sequel i guess is hannibal mm-hmm. directed by ridley scott and uh Julianne Moore plays Clarice. Yeah, she replaced Jodie Foster. Jody didn't want to. I know. To do it. Like, I what know. was she doing in 2001? Panic She probably was doing. Panagram. She's getting ready for flight plan. <laughs> yeah, but I do love Julianne Moore. Yeah. She probably 
I mean, I haven't seen Hannibal. She probably kills it. I've never seen Hannibal either. Same. Yo, it's I might weird that your fa- one of your favorite movies, you just didn't bother checking out the well, sequel. I'm in it for Jodie Foster, and if she's not oh, in the okay. sequel, I I'm out. I thought you fuck for Hannibal. Yo, I also <laughs> fuck for like Jonathan Demme, too, um, the director. And so, stuff, so I wrote this quote, and I don't and remember. And Talk Fujimoto. Just the whole combination of everybody. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who said this, but I thought it was funny. Where they said, but he detests physical labor. Do you remember who said that in the movie? Uh, so when she goes to the storage locker, oh. uh, she's having trouble bringing up the door. And she oh, asked yeah. if a man could help. And the he, driver The yeah. driver help. just detests physical <laughs> yeah. labor. I thought that was so I'm going to start using that as, uh, yeah. excuse, too. Um, but yeah, if you haven't seen this movie, I mean, it's obviously it's it. a classic, classic movie. One of our good friends of the podcast... Uh, uh, Mr. Mike Paulshock, I don't think has ever seen this movie, and I always tell him to watch it, and he's then he quotes it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, but this uh, movie is awesome. She's incredible in it. I truly think she's my favorite part of the movie. And I'm gonna have to give it to Hannibal Lecter for my favorite part. Yeah, I think he's the or best Buffalo. part. Yeah, yeah, I just Buffalo have Bill. seen this a bunch. Well, maybe this time around she was my favorite. Uh, I've seen this like a handful of times and i think she does a lot of things that are subtle that get not overlooked but could be where she's after she's in the hospital and she's crying at her car yeah and, and the night vision scene she's great in that too. yo i have an issue with the night vision why scene. didn't he just shoot her well, that yeah, and that issue. yo even in the pitch like it's not gonna be absolutely pitch black but even yes. if it was you can see like Right in front, right of, in front of your face. Yes, I had. I that, call bullshit. I had that qualm with it too. Yeah. Um, my only thought was they are in a basement, but I still feel that way. Like yeah. nothing's truly pitch black. Yeah. In a house. I mean, even in a basement, I feel like you could. You can see right in front of your face, but maybe whatever. But if so you're in an unfamiliar place, it might be a little. But she's also just like trained to look for things. She's like that. trained to see in the dark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They just, they just turn out all the light. Yeah, and they like, find your for, way for out for hours, yeah. and then. Um, but yeah, I love this movie. I could talk about it for days and days, but I'm not gonna just spit out uh, IMDb facts anymore. Um, anything else? Uh, this gets filmed friends of approval, right? Yes. Okay, cool. I feel like in every movie there's a fucking dog barking and it fucks up my dog. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> Yo, straight up. Who? Every movie there's a dog barking. Who? Except for Flight Plan, which I love. That's one of the reasons why I love it. <laughs> Who knew that um, your world would change that way? Yeah, yeah. your world did change because you, like, one. I think one of your criteria for watching a movie was, is there a dog in it? Yeah, no. And now it's... Dogs now it, piss me off yeah. in movies. Whoa. What a life Does change. Nugget just, like... He, want, he wants Is it a play. call and response? Uh, it gets him, like... Yeah, like, he sees a dog on the screen. He runs up, jumps up to the TV, and just starts barking at it. Uh, he just wants a body. I don't body. know if that means he's smart or if he's dumb. I don't know. <laughs> well, according to Wes Anderson, it means he's an oracle, right? Because he watches TV. Oh. Mm. Uh, yeah. He's yeah. the oracle. For your, all of your Isle of Dog fans. From the Matrix. Um, oh, yeah, for the Matrix. Cool. All right. If we had to go around and describe this movie one to two words, Ooh. what would they Yo, be? Yo, great, but overrated. Whoa. Mm. All right. You ready for mine? <laughs> Ooh. Um, I'm just going to go with... Uh, 
Hello, Clarice. <laughs> um, can you try that again? Hi, Clarice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean this. I love this movie so much. Yeah, I, I in, love it too. Yo, in my eyes, this is a ten out of ten Damn. for me. Wow, one of the perfect it's ones. It's just, yo, there's just something. It's just a classic, like it's a classic rom com between Chase, bad guy. I don't know. Yo, I don't know if it is though. It's like, not. It's not because Hannibal Lecter's there. He throws everything off. Yeah, in a great way. Yeah. Like it's he's the reason that makes the movie amazing like they could have made it just where's bill or mm-hmm. uh, whatever his name is where's bill they should have titled it that <laughs> where's, where's bill, bill? Dot, dot, dot. but yeah that would be like your classic movie but hannibal lecter makes it makes it great yeah all right fair I, enough fair enough um so we're in between movies how are we feeling pretty okay Pretty okay. I'm good. I'm good to go. All right, cool. How are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty okay. Uh, Sixers are losing by five points right now, but I'll, I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Basketball. Um, that's basketball. how it goes. Um, cool. So. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> uh, Hannibal Lecter eats people's bodies. Uh-huh. He didn't eat Clarice's body in the movie. Mm-hmm. Clarice's body equals Looks like what? <laughs> Jody <laughs> Jody Foster's body, and it just makes me curious. What's your height? What's your weight? What's your okay. height? What's your weight? Hey, you got that. With your host, Matt Jordan. Okay, so before we get too curious, Kate needs to make an announcement. Oh, I have to make this announcement? Great. All right, so we're discontinuing penis and bra size. What? (laughs) If you miss it, call my dad. Just text me. (laughs) Yo, what? (laughs) Tell him he doesn't understand the podcast. (laughs) Okay, I was gonna say. Yeah, you know, I'll you let c- you know what I think. You just text me. You, <laughs> you can text him. You could also DM call it. my dad. I don't think he knows what a podcast is at all. So yeah, I don't <laughs> think my dad understands what happens here. So if you can convince him, it's a good idea. Good. Um. Yeah. So, all right, but we're switching in a new thing to guess, which is where they were born. So we're gonna start with Jordan. Where he wrote J.D. Foster. Um, he said she's 5'4", 120 pounds, little tiny feet, Scorpio at 53, is that what you wrote? 53 years old. I have a feeling her birthday is close to mine. Born in Montana. Okay. Bailey said Jody F., 5 feet 6 inches. 95 pounds. Oh, my God. She's scrawny. Yo, but that's like five, six. six. That's rough. She's scrawny. Yo, that's like insanely scrawny. (laughs) Um, Pisces, 57 years old from Yonkers, New York. (laughs) Size seven shoe. Yonkers. All right. So she is five, three. 
Jordan, you were closest. And she's, yeah, she's 113 tiny. pounds. Not as tiny as I thought. <laughs> That's pretty, like, standard for that height. It's actually below, probably. <laughs> I don't know if I like hearing you say that. What? Not as tiny as I thought. Yeah. <laughs> what? It doesn't feel good. Um, She's a size 7 shoe, so, oh, Bail, you're right on it. the money. <laughs> Oh, I forgot shoes. Oh, no, no you I said little tiny, tiny feet. feet. And okay. she's got pretty right on size feet, so you're wrong, Jordan. <laughs> right on, Jody. Um, she's born November 19th, so yeah, Jordan, Ooh, close to yours. Yeah, I don't know why I felt it, but I feel a Scorpio connection. Um, 1962, which makes her 57 years old. Bailey, you're also oh, on the money. Oh, nice. And yes, she is a Scorpio. <laughs> um, and she was born in L.A., Oh, uh, who are her parents? Um, wait, so she's just faking a southern accent. Does she always wait, have a southern so accent? <laughs> when you thought she was from Montana. <laughs> <laughs> well, Montana, they have a southern accent. It's like this weird thing <laughs> oh, okay. that happens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so she was actually born Alicia Christian Foster. Oh, she changed oh, her name, Bailey. <sighs> I don't know I why she's it. Jody. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No one knows. No one knows. Didn't bother to look into it. Okay. Uh-huh. That's uh, your job. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, you win some you I'll, I'll look it up while you're doing your show. Her distinctive features are her toned figure, her husky voice, and her blue eyes. She's an atheist. Um, though she still likes to teach her children about all different types of religions. Yeah. Cool. I respect that. Her first film was Napoleon and Samantha. And while shooting that movie, she was in a horrible accident where she was attacked by a lion. And it briefly carried her around in its mouth. Whoa, that's great. Her first movie? Mm-hmm. And she, she wanted like a to... child con- Yeah, she was. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you want to guess some favorites? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to guess some of her favorite actors? Hmm. Oh, she's... She Ooh, like hum- old. Humphrey Bogart. Yeah, <laughs> yo, I'm gonna give it up for Hump. Yo, that's one of them. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Paul Are- Newman, Robert De Niro, Marlon Brando, and Humphrey Bogart. Yeah, she's so old, Hollywood. And then how about actresses? Um, oh, I don't know. Like, uh, who's the girl that uh, the girl with the sunglasses? The girl with the sunglasses. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah, <laughs> Audrey <laughs> Hepburn. <laughs> Um, Catherine Hepburn actually uh, is the one she's into. Oh, uh, her, her mom. mom. <laughs> Old, it's the Hep- Hepburn the Elder. <laughs> um, Jane Fonda, Meryl Streep, and Diane Keaton. And do you want to guess some of her favorite movies? Oh no, Casablanca. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, The Godfather, The Four Hundred Blows, and The Deer Hunter. Oh, Deer Hunter is cool. Um, she dropped, she had to drop out of the movie Double Jeopardy due to being pregnant. Oh, love Double Jeopardy. Yo, she couldn't do what Ashley Judd did. Okay. Um, (laughs) she made her acting debut at age three as being the copper tone baby, like the suntan Ah, lotion baby. Um, she was offered a role in Me and Ruby Fruit. (laughs) She she was offered it twice and turned it down both times. Um, she got the role for Signs of the Lambs when Michelle Pfeiffer turned it down. Oh. Oh, 
shit. Michelle Pfeiffer didn't want to do mm, it. No, no. Yeah, I'm glad she didn't do it. <laughs> um. So while hmm. she was studying at Yale, she was stalked by an obsessed fan, John Hinckley, who began his obsession after seeing her role in Taxi Driver. Ah, interesting. Um, he also tried to assassinate Reagan in 1981. Yeah, I was going to say, John Hinckley sounds super familiar. And he claimed that he tried to assassinate Reagan to impress her. Fair. Um, she said, well, they, it's also said that she had multiple other stalkers while she was at Yale. And one wanted to kill her, but changed their mind after seeing her in a play. <laughs> <laughs> Acting Impressed saved her, her life. Yep. Um, she was a last minute replacement for Nicole Kidman in Panic Room. So it was supposed to be Nicole Kidman. Oh, I've never Nicole seen Nicole Kidman couldn't do what Jody did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. I love that. I love was, both of them very much, but <laughs> she was considered for the role in Pretty Woman, but it was went to Julia Roberts. You know, Nicole, she would be she's too weak, I feel like. Mm. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, she, moving on. Have you seen the Equalizer or whatever? <laughs> oh, it's Denzel. Um, <laughs> the uh, Destroyer. She established <laughs> her own production house um, called Egg Pictures. Um, in 1998, there was an asteroid named after her. <laughs> um, she was also considered for the role in Shakespeare in Love, but that went to Gwyneth Paltrow. She was offered the role in Sleepless in Seattle. That Meg Ryan ended up taking, but she, because she said it wasn't, she wasn't impressed by the project. Ooh, it's like a classic now. Um, she is multilingual, where she speaks fluent French and she dubs her own French in like the French versions of the movies. Uh, whoa. She's also partially lingual in Italian, German, and Spanish. Uh, partially lingual. She turned down the movie Basic Instinct. Um, Sharon Stone's role? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. You know, all these she, movies that she turns down, like, the person in it is, like, that's great. That's their icon- I- yeah. iconic role, too. Yeah. Like, Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman. Meg Ryan. Yeah. And Sharon Stone. Yeah. Um, she was considered for um, the role. What? what? Oh, hold on. Time <laughs> Your only <laughs> facts about Jodie Foster <laughs> are the roles she was considered yeah. for. Okay. Um, she was considered for the role. Oh, my God. Why is her name slipping my mind? Star Wars. Um, uh, Carrie Fisher. For Carrie Fisher's role for Star Wars in A New Hope. But they decided that she was like too young for the role. And yeah. They wanted to age them up a bit. Um, she's a vocal supporter of gun control. And she got her Hollywood star of fame in 2016. Wow, oh, late. Nice. Mm-hmm. I know, especially since being in the game since she was three. Yeah, yeah. especially getting all these offers from these mm-hmm. <laughs> iconic movies. Yeah. You'd think they'd offer her a star. What was she doing instead, to be honest? Yeah, like, yeah I don't uh, know. It's real strange. Yeah. Yeah, she was doing but she was she also like passed over a lot, too. It wasn't yeah. just she turned some of them mm-hmm. down. I think she, this whole time she's just been writing The Beaver. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. she directed The Beaver. So It's the movie she needed to make. <laughs> uh, when looking at the cover for the for the beaver <laughs> at first i thought it was an actual just like stuffed beaver that talked like ted uh-huh, yeah. but it's his hand up its ass yeah. like a puppet it's a puppet have yeah. you seen the beaver i think i watched it one time because i was like yo i need to see yeah. what's going on here but we'll i don't s- really remember we'll save it for our mel episode yeah. if we ever do mel 
He but might be banned. Yeah, yeah he, he might, might be yeah, We might have to save it for our beaver episode. <laughs> oh, I love it. That and Caddyshack. Oh, wait, that's a, go- that's a gopher, right? Our rodent episode. Yeah, rodent. <laughs> no, we could stick with beaver. There's that yeah. killer beaver. There's also one. Leave It to Beaver. Oh. There's the angry beaver. That's a show. <laughs> we don't talk about TV. They probably have a TV Yeah, movie. they probably have a movie. Um, All right. Cool. So. It's getting hot. <laughs> oh, it's getting hot? Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Cue the music. It's getting hot. There is a beaver movie. I believe it's a beaver movie. With uh, the homeboy from uh, uh, Shoot Him McGavin. <laughs> so, the homeboy from Shooter McGavin. Okay, Shooter McGavin. Oh, boy, Shooter McGavin. When you, uh, when you Google the homeboy beaver McGavin. movies, a lot of things come up. Oh, that, that was not oh. a good call. But Zombievers is the movie I was thinking about, 2015. Oh. Yeah, honestly, Beavers might be a good film, film friend episode. It looks like a lot of porns probably came up. Um, oh, yeah. All right, Baylor. All right. Do you have your file cabinet? Yo, my file cabinet is uh, a jar. <laughs> <laughs> and You've been putting your files in a jar this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so she's got a lot of dating history here. Like biggies. Oh, I like love biggies. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, she might be our and most some risque. rumors. Yeah, is she gonna beat out Omar Epps? <laughs> Yo, maybe. Yeah, I think she does. Um, so I love. I'm just loving the rumors here. Um, one rumor doesn't have years attached to it, but she. I guess she was spotted by someone with um, Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, I love that one. With another one is Jillian uh, Anderson. X Files. Oh, um, come on, guys. Um, <laughs> Then there's a couple other people. This girl looks familiar. Jennifer Beals. Hmm. Do you know what oh, she's in? She does look familiar. Jordan, can you get on that for me? I'm on it. Then it looks like she had a fling with some guy named Marco from. He looks like he's from Italy or something. Yeah, he's just tending bar in Italy. <laughs> it looks like. And then she was with uh, this guy who kind of looks like Sting, Julian Sands. Hmm. He does look like Sting. <laughs> um, and then, yo, 1998, I got Kelly McGillis. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Top Gun. Yeah. Um, Jennifer uh, Beals? Yeah. Flashdance. Uh, uh, and My Bodyguard. Okay. And, and The I Book have, of Eli. <laughs> I got Russell Crowe here. Mm-hmm. Um, really? Mm-hmm. Yo, apparently they made out. <laughs> and then long-time relationship with um, Sydney Bernard from 93 to 2008. Oh, wow. So they were uh, hot and heavy for a while. And then she um, ended up marrying Alexandra Hedison. Mm-hmm. Showing off some cleave in her Whoa. picture. And they're still together. Yeah. Married so. for six years? Five. Ooh. Well, 
I have a file. Yeah, what's in your file? You have someone else? Yeah, so there's another rumor that she dated Rob Lowe in 1984. Ah, well, who did it? Uh, yeah, who That's did like, <laughs> That's like, I dated him in 1994, too. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. She uh, she bounced around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually I'm not a s- huge supporter of uh, bouncing around, but I'm glad she bounced around. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> love it. Yeah, she really bounced. Maybe she was turning down all these offers for these iconic roles <laughs> because she was she was just bouncing around. <laughs> yeah, bless you. I could. No, I want to say that she could multitask and do both. Okay. She's a strong, independent woman. Okay, do okay. Both. Um, Fair enough. I love it. Love it. Yeah. Um, cool. You know who else is a strong, independent woman? The character she plays in our next movie. Truth. Mm-hmm. And that movie is the 2005 airplane thriller flight plan. Woo! Bailey? Flight plan, a masterpiece. Um, It's about this mom and her daughter. They just had a death in the family. Daddy died. (laughs) Daddy died. So they get on this plane to go bury his body in New York. They get on the biggest plane that was ever assembled. Yo. I it's, was it's a new plane. It's new. It's uh it never, the top tier technology. It's the biggest plane of all time. Yo, how does that thing I get off the it. ground? Um let's hold because I have questions, but I'll let you get through the synopsis. Um she you find out she basically is an engineer, makes planes, so she knows the ins and outs of this bad boy. Um so they get on the plane. It's a long ride. You're going overseas. So she takes a nap and she wakes up and her little girl's gone and no one believes her that she ever had a little girl there. And um, yeah, it's this whole time she's trying to convince everyone that she had a little girl. No one believes her. Turns out the fucking marshal on board is a fucking dick (laughs) and is trying to... You know, blow up the plane, get He's some money and shit. Gaslight everyone. Yeah, it's important to note that that you that air marshal is played by Peter Sarsgaard. Yeah, one of my favorites. Sarsgaard. Yeah, you. I thought he was your favorite. <laughs> He's up. He's like top three. Tell yeah. me who's in that family. Um, the dude from True Blood. He's a in the family. Yeah, that's oh, a scars. scars guard. Guard. Oh, wait. <laughs> that's what I thought. They, They're different. Is that a different yeah. family? <laughs> that's mostly why I asked the question because I wanted to know who oh, was. Wait, who so Peter Sarsgaard looks nothing like that family. <laughs> that's Yo, why I was. He just looks very tired the whole time. <laughs> he does look. He tired. looks like he smoked a big baby. So who's uh? So is, what about that old guy? Selin. 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 That's. Scarsgar. <laughs> Yo, that's the family I like. Yeah, you uh, like that family. Peter's on his own. I mean, he's married to Maggie Gyllenhaal, but really? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Well, then fuck him, dude. I like the Scarsgar. Not the Sarsgar. Yes. Yeah. Scar over Sar. Yeah, he read. wants to be a Scarsgar. Yeah, for real. <laughs> They're probably neighbors. Um, but yeah, he looks tired the whole time. Like he literally doesn't <laughs> yeah. show emotion. Yeah, he really. does look tired the whole time. Um, I think it's, he just was born with droopy eyes. I don't know. Sean um, Bean is the uh, yeah pilot and uh, homeboy. Uh, 
Robert oh, Baratheon. I, yo, I wanted to say his name from Game of Thrones. I just can't. Ned. Yo, Ned Stark. Stark doesn't hook it up. He's not loyal. Yeah, he's not loyal. And he doesn't die either. It's not yeah. that he's not loyal. He's just so torn. He's They're fucking with his mind. He's yeah. being mind fucked. So what fucks me up about this movie is this woman is hysterical. Jodie Foster's mm-hmm. hysterical because she lost her daughter who was on a plane. Uh-huh. But everyone is so rude to her about it and like i get it she's hysterical she's like causing a bit of a ruckus but like no one is willing to help her and everyone is telling her that she's lost her mind i understand why peter sarsgaard and the one flight attendant is doing that because they have ulterior motives Mm -hmm. but everyone else has no idea about like the the hijacking you're talking about like the people on the plane i'm talking about like the passengers even the pilot even sean beans well Well, sean beans actually he plays it like you should he's the only one that like turns over his opinion he was like you know we're gonna follow her instinct we're gonna lock down the plane and go through with it and yeah but at a certain point like well it's hard when you they did all they could do sort of well yeah i don't blame him because they look through the entire plane And they get a like a death certificate for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and there's no boarding pass for her mm-hmm. in, on file. So I mean I don't blame him for being like this is wild. Mm-hmm. I also I don't I really wish that there was someone that had her back. Like I wish that one flight attendant that Me was kind of hesitant would have mm-hmm. been like would have stayed on board when everyone left and like yeah. been like yo I got your back and like knocked out the other flight yeah like, kind that of, i kind of thought that flight attendant was going to Same. help her she the yeah, it, me too. it was she was showing to be that character so much mm-hmm. but then she just kind of gets Yo, off the plane it's probably in the director's cut yeah <laughs> there's probably. that um scene where everyone's like she's not on the plane and the only person who had potentially could have seen her was that wavering flight mm-hmm. attendant and they focus in on her, and you think that's going to be the moment where she's like, I did see the mm-hmm. little girl. But she like looks at everyone, she's like, oh, maybe I did, maybe I didn't. And you're yeah. like, well, you're not helpful at all. I just, it's, I, I guess I don't know airplanes and airports and like protocol and everything, but it is so hard for me to believe that there was no documentation of the daughter coming on the plane. And they're like, yeah, even at the airport that, you know, no one, yeah, no one checked know. her ticket. Well, then... How the f did she yeah, get on the plane? Because exactly. the daughter was on the plane, and spoiler yes. alert, the daughter's just kidnapped, but she's still on the plane. You think so it's like, an M Night Six Sense situation? You think, oh, instead of the father being the dead one that they're transporting, maybe the daughter is, and maybe Jodie Foster is delusional or something. But like, yo, that daughter checked a ticket. Like, why isn't she on the passenger manifest? I is, don't understand. Yo, it is post 9-11. It's post 9-11, too. So they pre- should know where their people well, are. Pre-9-11, I understand. Everybody's running through airports yeah. crazy. But, like, this is post 9-11. So. But also, people saw the daughter. Yeah, it was so strange that uh, no one said they saw the yeah. daughter. Because those two kids that leaned over the front of the seat saw her. Yeah. What at one point they were like, I told you I saw her at like towards the end, like mm-hmm. to oh, her really? dad. Yeah. Oh, interesting. But, uh, well, that dad was an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it is strange that nobody, nobody seemed to notice her. Like mm-hmm. no one paid attention to see her. Like no, maybe so, that's life. I don't know. Well, uh, they were the first ones on the plane. Yeah. They were. Yeah. So and the daughter was like down like. <laughs> 
on the ground like picking shit up and yeah. like i don't know they found a mini airplane in the airplane yeah <laughs> so I don't strange know. but also um here's my thing i'm not a parent but i feel like people who are parents get that instinct of like if that was my kid i would be fucking ta- tearing this place mm-hmm. apart and there was several parents on that plane and mm-hmm. none of them gave a fuck no they were complaining about her yeah um and, like, I didn't even understand, like, what's the big deal to have everyone, like, buckle up for, like, 20 minutes while this plane gets searched? Yeah. I well, don't understand. I think the point of it is that someone, if someone has her, they have to be in their seat because they're trying to account for every person being in their seat. Oh, right. So the girl will be alone somewhere, not taken with someone. Mm. Like, someone could be, like, could have her with in the bathroom her. somewhere, but... <laughs> he would have to be go back to yeah. see at that point no i'm saying like i was pro go sit oh. in your seats and buckle He's saying, up like people like, were complaining about going they were complaining to- about oh, like oh. doing that it's like yo you're on like a cross ocean flight like you have time to do mm-hmm. stuff and also and they- also th- this was like a party plane like there were multiple floors to this pl- i i mean i might sound really dumb right now but i've never been on a plane that look like that do they Same. exist i have like, no idea th- maybe I don't know. I've never. I mean, I just flew to France and it wasn't that crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I've been on a plane where it has that middle section. Oh yeah. But I haven't been on a plane where there's like an upper and there's lower multiple deck. levels. Yeah. I'm sure it exists. Yeah, like, I'm sure it does. I just want to know how they get off the ground. It's like yeah. some snakes on a plane shit. I yeah. think that plane was super big too. <laughs> but um, yeah. So. I mean, we basically talked about what happens. In yeah, the movie. it's like it's just Ooh. like a paranoia thing the whole time like do you think she's crazy or is she not crazy you know i'm into those kind of movies it's Mm kind of like uh if you guys seen the forgotten Uh, julianne moore Mm -hmm. love that movie it's pretty it's similar but you know they're on the ground um (laughs) but yeah no i like those types of movies and uh i was on board um i think for so this one not her worst movie it's not a true best oh. worst but it's one it's one of the lowest ones where she's the mm-hmm. main character so it is science of the lambs is her true best mm-hmm. her true worst is siesta at 17 motherhood at 20 and then stealing home at 20 but she wasn't i don't think main character yeah and yeah. this one comes in at 37 percent. so it's not that bad of a movie. Yo, shout out to that guy on Twitter that had our back. Mario. Or yeah. that had my back, basically, because yeah. I think this movie's dope. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind this yeah. movie. This was probably one of the better of the lower we did. Yeah. Yeah, shout out Mario for having flight plans mm-hmm. back. Yeah. Um, but uh, there were some stale things. One is there are arab passengers Mm -hmm. on it and she like comes at them really hard but i do have to admit they're kind of like acting a little shady when they get on the plane and they continually look at each other like well did they she says that she saw them the night before i'm not sure if she did or not i don't really remember back to the scene well in the beginning of the movie she's like closing her blinds Uh in her apartment and she looks across and they're people staring at dressed all in black staring uh-huh. at her but like but that must have been it must st- have been peter sarsgaard peter and the the, the girl uh, um i didn't see anything suspicious with those two people i think yeah. it was purely but it is like a post 9 yeah. 11 so that's what i'm saying like that was definitely like a commentary like on that was oh yeah, yeah for sure 
Um, and there was like a passenger that was like overly like lock them up. Oh like, yeah. Yes. He also said, "Yo, we're running out of magazines up here." He was bored. <laughs> like, he was what? like, "I need to stretch." He was like, "I need to stretch my legs." And they were like, "You got to go back to your seat." He's like, "Well, we're running out of magazines up here." <laughs> He's just tearing through <laughs> magazines. Um, and then there's the yeah. There's a pilot who says all children should have to wear a cowbell. <laughs> There's also a man who goes, like, when people, this is an example of how people are rude and complaining about her. There's a businessman who says, I don't see what all the fuss is about. It's not like she lost her palm pilot. <laughs> Love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, equating the importance of, like, a palm pilot versus a daughter. Well, to try running your own business. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> She's really good in this, though. Another amazing Yo, she is Jodie really good Foster. Emotes with the eyes movie. Yeah. Yo, and I, I don't know. I was on board with her the whole time. Even when I yeah. thought, oh, maybe she is like delusional. Then yeah. I felt for her. I was like, oh my God, if she is, that's like, it's kind of sad. Would you have liked the movie if it turned out she was crazy? I don't know what kind of movie that would have been. It would have been like interesting. Really fucking depressing. <laughs> dark. Yeah, but you know what is, is I think the, the plot is, it's a cool idea, but like the motivation for Peter Sarsgaard, or not even motivation, he goes through a lot to do this. He has to plan it so that. There's so much that has He to does get it because she's an engineer of the plane, yeah. and he wanted someone who would know the plane. That would That's like be able to hide bombs somewhere in the oh, plane. Oh, so he could blame it yes. and frame her. Yeah. So he kills her husband. Uh huh. To get her to, to get f- the ca- well to get the casket, casket on, on a plane. plane. Yo, it, it's fifty million dollars. You can't just be doing this willy nilly. Yeah, you know? it's, it's also like the most. Yeah, but it almost worked for him. It's such an intricate plan. I've. Whoever, it's so intricate. Whoever thought of this as like the person who wrote the script yeah. is like, oh my god. Yeah. What if <laughs> it what is if one they of kill the husband yeah. and they're like, yo, let's just bury him here. And- yeah. <laughs> In Berlin, <laughs> he yeah. would just be like, Fuck, yeah. killed this well, guy." Well, they nothing. landed somewhere else, right? Yeah, I mean, they had a they had a emergency land emergency landing because shit was popping yeah. off was on it, this like, plane. Norway or something? Yeah, a Newfoundland. Yeah, oh, Newfoundland. Yeah, maybe it's It's like there. Atlantic time zone. Is yeah. that like Canada? It's like Canada. It's like yeah, yeah, a little bit um, north. But yeah, so I don't know the the whole like premise that the plan. I mean. You got to give it to Peter Sarsgaard. He gets to the finish line. It's a great fucking plan. They got the guy at the morgue involved. (laughs) He was on board. (laughs) They've got, they have so many people. But I love how they make a note of saying like, you got to talk to that shady morgue guy because he was in on this shit too. But I guess my question is, is he a real U.S. Marshal? Like that's a part of his plan. Yeah, I think he is too. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to be a U.S. Marshal. He's like seven years old. He's like, when I grow up, I'm going to be a U.S. Marshal. Um, yo, this movie had I liked this movie, I enjoyed it Yeah, I liked it too But it had one of the weirdest endings I've ever seen There's a minivan <laughs> in the airport That they just get into um, And everyone sees them off Yo, well, speaking of that That was that might have been my, one of my favorite scenes in the movie Because really? she basically like says Fuck you to everybody uh, yeah. she walks well, out. That, part, oh, that part is amazing Because like, she walks by everybody every, all, all the passengers are sitting mm-hmm. there And she has her kid in her arm. Yeah, Ooh, she's like, "See, I wasn't crazy." Absolutely, I was. 
I said to Jory, we watch this together because we're best friends. I said, I can't wait till she gets off the plane and everyone has to be like, she's like, fuck you to all of them. Yeah. I'm pissed though because when they capture her the first time in the plane, mm-hmm. everyone claps <laughs> and cheers for it. <laughs> they but hated when, her. Well, but they when hated she her. gets her kid back and she's not crazy, no one says a goddamn thing. <laughs> well, no they're one all claps embarrassed. for her. Yeah, they should have fucking clapped for her. They oh, embar- they were they're so embarrassed, embarrassed because they clapped. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want a false they clap again. Themselves. Then they find out that kid was never hers. Then <laughs> <laughs> they find out that's not it's a, not even a real kid. They literally just close up the minivan, drive away, end the movie. Yeah, yeah, but she didn't really apologize to the man that the Arab uh passenger that she like Yo, accosted he also accosted her he pushed her face into that armrest uh, oh yeah he did that was kind of like, vicious yeah. and it yeah it was like but at that point i think that at that point i think they think she's a hijacker <laughs> no but he he there's like a they do a pointed scene where they show him thrusting her into yeah. the I'll tell you one thing. I would have loved to be a passenger on this flight, though. Oh. I would have been so into, like, trying to find the daughter. <laughs> like, oh, would you have gone rogue? Oh, I would have gone. I, I would have been up in the fence. Yeah, I've been pissed because they wouldn't be pushing around that little drink cart because all the attendants would be looking in holes. Oh, I do wish. Yo, I really hope there's a director's cut where that one <laughs> flight attendant just it's has like, her back. I know. Yeah, that was like a, there, yeah. there was, like, a few scenes where, like, one, she like walks, almost walks in on the right the bad flight attendant mm-hmm. and SARS guard, <laughs> and you think maybe she heard something or I think it would have made it a little bit a better movie because yeah. there was so much cyclical motion of her saying she needs to find her daughter yeah. and then be like you're crazy, sit down, and then her escaping from their lockup or something and mm-hmm. doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, where I think if they that. Um, flight attendant that they were teasing actually said something would have had more like drama yeah. to it. I think if we remake it, oh, we should definitely we remake just throw, it. We just throw we make the same exact movie and just in throw the same plane. Throw like the flight attendant in there as like a little yeah. accomplice. I mean, no one has her back. Sean Bean maybe has her back a At little the end, bit. He apologizes, which yeah. is cool. Well, yeah, he does. He's gonna need therapy after this <laughs> because he's Yo, he been was so, fucked around yeah. a lot. Yeah. He's too, like, believing of people. Mm. Who's driving the plane? I don't know. The guy <laughs> who said that children should wear cowbells? Yeah. Uh, Planes are on autopilot 90% of the time. Do you drive a plane or do you ride a or plane? Or do you fly it? <laughs> or do you fly it? <laughs> um, cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, flight plan was a surprise to me. Really? I thought it was going to be awful, but... I was kind of I was into it the whole time. I was like, "Yo, where's this daughter? Like, <laughs> is it?" I was really into it actually. But I don't even want to say it's a bad movie. It's, it's just like an okay yeah, movie. It's, like, it's fun. It's super fun. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um. So honestly, I'm gonna say we don't do this with uh, lower rated movies or the bad movies, but Film Friends approved. It's a very rare yeah, thing for sure. Yeah, and. You know, I wish that we say before movies we like that pause it and go watch it and then listen to the rest, but we never really do that. And I wish someone I think did. that I think that should just be like known. Yeah. I think okay. if it's if it's your first time listening, welcome. Um but <laughs> if it's your first time listening, I understand like, oh, you might not know what this podcast is and oop, you get spoiled a little bit. Oh no, hello Clarice. But 
if what? you've been if you've been listening to <laughs> if you've been listening to us you know what the deal well, is. I yeah. think that's part of the reason why we started tweeting out and posting on instagram the yeah. movies ahead of time so that you could follow along yeah that's true all i wish for in 2020 is to start a community that just talks about the movies or, though, or, too. or pliny um should we start a reddit yo i would love Let's to start have a like reddit. Uh, I mean, we have boards and I reference them all the time, but <laughs> but uh, I would love if we could just get get a dialogue going. Yeah, about we should these get movies. a website and Yo, have a I forum. Bet you on could it. Um, start like a. Uh, I don't. Know, it, you could literally probably. I don't. Literally, I've been on Reddit maybe a few times, but like, if you start like a Jodie Foster Reddit and then just say like, "What do you guys think about these two movies?" Like, would people? Comment. Oh yeah, absolutely. Why Reddit. We, why don't we do that? Yeah, the freaks are out on uh, Reddit. Yeah, we could start a film friends, and then podcast. we could just talk about what random people said about the person that we're doing this week. Oh, you mean going on to uh, each week, going on to a what? like our Jodie Foster, our Russell Crowe. Is that what you're saying, or do an our? I don't film really friends. know how. I think it should be like a film friends, and then under that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We could talk we could about start that. We yeah. could start a film friends Reddit subreddit. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be like me, you, and Kate on there just talking to yeah. each other. <laughs> but we have to have a, one of us has to be the moderator. Yeah, I'll be the moderator. I was born to moderate. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> okay, interesting. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm into it. I don't it. know how Reddit works, so well, um, you're gonna have to learn. Yeah, we'll see what the listeners think. If anybody wants us to start a Reddit so we could all hang out, reach out, and, out at us. Uh, talk about the 2005 masterpiece flight plan. Mm-hmm. I am in. Uh, Ooh, or we could get a Slack. No. No. Oh, no. Okay. no. Never mind. Um, <laughs> cool. So Jodie Foster, a okay, but we need more of her in mm-hmm. 2020. Like where? Or she just living the good life with her kids and her wife? Did we give our one to two word reviews? Oh no, we did not. sorry, I didn't. We didn't. Um, do you yeah, have perfection? <laughs> Believe her. Ooh. Um, love it. The. Uh, uh, masterpiece of the air. <laughs> of the air. <laughs> In the air, sorry. Of the air. Um, cool, yeah. But yeah, more Jody in 2020. That's that's also what Unless I hope Unless she's living a relaxing life and doesn't want it. Yeah. <laughs> fair. Fair. fair, fair. Um, but yeah, with this episode, she's going to get a lot of uh, attention, attention. So uh, buckle up, Jody. Um, but yeah. In the air. Uh, any closing remarks before we sign off on this one? Nah, dude. Yeah. As yeah. always, nah, dude. rate and review us. It Please helps do. us do try we have, to... Do we didn't have any new ones? Uh, no. Okay. Um, it helps us um, try to make our case to get Letterboxd as a sponsor. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, there might be some new stuff coming up. I think the Reddit thing is a good idea. Um, if anybody's into that, let even us like know. people that won't even like know the podcast will still could find end it. up on there. Uh, in a well, way, um, I don't know. it could be hard unless we get like so many upvotes. Which so if you search have. Russell Crowe and then go to new post or something, you might be able to find yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's po- anything's possible on Reddit. Um, <laughs> Is I'm totally their slogan. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, as always, thank you for listening, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Michael Shannon.